Welcome, welcome, welcome all our listeners to another edition of Brothers and Friends. The gospel program where we bring you tippets from the Bible, entertaining gospel music. We interview personalities, gospel singers, writers. So sit back, relax, don't touch that dial, and you will be blessed by the end of it all. We share because we care. Brother Z and friends. And Brother Z, talk to me, my man. How you yes, doing? Great, great, great. I look forward to these moments. Uh, I'm excited. Okay, that's wonderful. I'm Amen. glad you're excited. And uh, Pastor, Amen. what is happening, Pastor? Talk ah, to me. Excitement, jubilation, yeah. feeling Jubilee. great, feeling oh, good. Yes. In the body and in the spirit. Amen. It's Amen. a good day that the Lord has made, and we're doing well today. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. We're going to go ahead and give you the topic of our discussion. And we are talking about the power of prayer Mm. with a subtitle, How Effective Is Your Prayer Life? You know, there are times we feel powerless in our lives and especially in the face of difficult circumstances. By ourselves, we can do nothing. And the scriptures confirm this in John 15 and 5. Jesus says, apart from me, you can do nothing. We recognize the need for God's power. This is the same power by which God created the heavens and the earth. It's the same power that parted the Red Sea for Moses and that Jesus used to heal the sick and cast out demons. It was that power that raised Christ from the dead Mm. and brought a baptism of fire on the first Christians. Mm -hmm. All these miracles happened through the power of prayer. Mm -hmm. Moses prayed before the Lord. Jesus prayed to the Father for miracles. The early Christians prayed together in the upper room. Whether it was Daniel in the lion's den or Elijah before the false prophets, Prayer constantly served the important figures of the Bible. 
And we can harness that same power in our lives. God gives us this power through the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Mm. These words came from Pray.com, and we want to give credit where credit is due. Accepting, though, this statement to be true, on this program, we're asking the question, how effective is your prayer life? We have chosen to base our discussion on two statements, the Lord's Prayer and a poetic prayer called, I Said a Prayer for You Today, which I'm going to read. I said a prayer for you today and know God must have heard. I felt the answer in my heart, although he spoke no word. I didn't ask for wealth nor fame. I knew you wouldn't mind. I asked him to send treasures of a far more lasting kind. I asked that he'd be near you at the start of each new day to grant you health and blessings and friends to share your way. I asked for happiness for you in all things great and small, but it was for his loving care I prayed the most of all. Hallelujah. A wonderful poem I set a prayer for you today. What comments could we make about this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe I this. set a prayer for you today. Praise God. Well, it, it, it is a heartfelt, wonderful, uh, uplifting prayer. Mm. I, you know, uh, he was in this prayer, the person saying that, I said a prayer I know God must have heard. Certainly. And I felt the answer in my heart, mm. although he spoke no word. Mm. That speaks volume. Yes, right there. Mm-hmm. Right there. Right there, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pa- Pastor, I know this is not on the list, but um, as, uh, as we start talking about prayer, I remember a lady um, some years ago at a radio station, and she said to me, uh, well, Franklin, can you please explain to me what is a prayer? So I don't know if we, because some people, we shouldn't take things for granted. Some people might not even know what a prayer is. What is a prayer? What is prayer? Prayer mm. is communication and fellowship with God. Mm. Just like you have friends that you talk to, some have spouses that they talk to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have our God who we talk to in prayer. We mm. communicate with him in prayer Mm -hmm. and we have fellowship with him Mm -hmm. in prayer fellowship is when you it's almost like when you're eating a meal uh and you're eating and you're you're giving and you're taking giving and you're taking Mm -hmm. you are uh giving your petition to the lord and you are listening for his response Mm -hmm. whether it be a response in your spirit or a response you know, through his word mm-hmm. coming to you as you read it off the page. Okay. That's mm-hmm. what I believe prayer is. You can reach Pastor Linda at Anointed Community Service at 204 Godson Street, Groveland, Florida. By phone, 352-404-7898. That's 352-404-7898. Alternatively, on the web at anointedcommunitycs.org That's anointedcommunitycs.org Brother Z and friends on your local radio WPIO 89.3 FM Our podcast Brother Z and friends Our email is brotherz77 at gmail.com. That's brotherz77 at gmail.com. We can also be reached by phone 407-668-4824. That's 407-668-4824. Oh, I've heard a thousand stories of what they think you're like, but I
you're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm in love by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. Oh, and I've seen many searching for it. Are there different ways to pray? Yes. Uh, yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah. No. Yes, there is different ways to pray, and it is uh, it is indicated in First Timothy chapter two and verse one, where the apostle Paul wrote to the church, and he said, "I therefore exhort you that prayers, and supplications, mm-hmm. and thanksgiving, and uh, intercession." be made for all men so those are different ways to pray you can pray standing you can pray sitting you can pray speaking you can pray listening um but supplications and intercession meaning not just praying asking a petition but praying and interceding on behalf of others um, so there, there are different ways to pray. All manner of prayers, the Bible even tells us, I think it's in Ephesians chapter 6, where it says, praying for the saints and with all manner of prayers. And uh, as you speak of this, uh, I think of my wife. My wife would not retire to bed without getting on her knees and praying. Mm. I'm not a knees person. You know, I seldom get on my knees only 
on a Sunday morning when I'm searching for my shoes under the bed. <laughs> uh, you could find me on my knees at that mm. at that time. So how important is it? I mean, do I need to be on my knees? I'm begging the question here. Do I need to be on my knees no. uh, more often? Or? No. Uh, no, because some people can't get on their knees. Some people, true too. Uh, you know, they have difficulties, they have disabilities. Yeah. Um, a prayer, I believe if we were supposed to get on our knees, the Lord wouldn't have said, pray always. Mm. So we know that if we're going to pray always, there's sometimes we're driving. Mm -hmm. There's sometimes we're in the shower. There's sometimes we're sitting or standing, doing things. And so prayer can be made at any time of the day. Mm -hmm. There is no barrier. There is no distance in prayer. Mm -hmm. uh, doesn't matter. I sit often and pray. I know a lady, she has a red chair. She sits in her red chair, which signifies the blood of Jesus. Ah. And she's up in age and she sits and prays. Right. So I believe God's not looking at our posture of our bodies mm. more so he's looking at the posture of our hearts right. okay. um, and those hearts in prayer are directed toward him right okay there are those who shout those who whisper and those who pray inwardly does it matter which method we use when praying <laughs> <laughs> well uh i don't think you can dispel all the methods because it's important to pray mm. there's times we pray in our minds there's time we pray in our uh with our voices mm -hmm. uh there's times we we shout or uh speak loudly in prayer um but i do think it is important that we pray with our voice that okay. we open our voice. And I say this because this is, is, is so wonderful that we're talking about this because for the last couple of days, this is what I've been talking about, prayer, and the importance of prayer, and the importance of when we do pray, uh, there are times you need to open your mouth mm. and say these things. Jesus gave us a model prayer in Matthew, and he said, when we pray, uh, this is what we're supposed to say. Say, our Father, which art in heaven, and, and we all know that prayer. We're going to talk a little more about it later. But when you speak in your prayers, your voice has power and authority. And angels hear your prayers, and they go working on your behalf okay. and on the behalf of your family. If you think it, then, you know, it, it's just in your mind. But when you put those words into the atmosphere... Angels are going forth and obeying the word of the Lord, especially as you pray using the word. Um, mm. It's important that we pray uh, using the word of God because that's where the power comes and the authority. And even as we talked in this intro about prayer uh, being and the power of God being what God used to create the heavens. But when we look at that and we go back to that scripture, it literally says God said. Mm. So he used his power, but he used his power with his word. Right. And Jesus is that word. So it's important that we pray using our words. But as we do, we're also reiterating the word of God. Yeah. Is that saying then that Secretly praying to God is um, wrong, or we should uh, omit from doing that? No. No. Okay. No. Mm -hmm. No. We, right. I would not say omit from doing it, but it is important that we speak. I, I remember some years ago, uh, there was a lady, and I was uh, renting a, a, a studio from them, and she would tell me all the time that she would pray but it would be in her mind and, you know, and she didn't see much fruit from that. Mm. And I remember telling her, you need to open your mouth. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we need to know the power of spoken words, mm. that they carry power. If you can look at it like power on the winds of the wind, that's mm. the way it is when we speak words. Mm -hmm. Words ride on the winds of the 
the wind, on the wings of the wind, if I could say it like that. Mm. And when you pray to God, especially the word of God, then those words, as God said, my word will not return unto me void, Mm. but it will accomplish what I've sent it out to do. Then you also know that you're praying in the will of God Mm -hmm. because you're praying the word of God. Whether we pray loud, whether we pray soft or medium, Mm -hmm. doesn't God hear us all the time? And if we believe that he hears us all the time, whether it's loud, medium or soft, uh, should we repeatedly ask for the same thing in prayer all the time? <laughs> that's a good that's, question. Yeah, that's always here. <laughs> good question. I don't think we need to repeatedly ask, but I do think we should uh, thank God repeatedly. Yes. yes. Until we see the manifestation yes. Mm-hmm. of yes. that prayer. Yes. So you might pray and say, Lord, I really uh, petition that you open this door for this job. Mm. And, you know, and you tell the Lord what you want. And then you come the next day and say, Lord, I thank you for hearing me. Mm-hmm. And I thank you for yes. blessing me with this job. Mm. Yes. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's faith. That shows forth your faith that you believe God. Because he said, whatsoever you ask when you pray, mm-hmm. believe that you receive them, okay. and then you shall have them. Okay. Okay. He didn't okay. say pray mm-hmm. and hope that you get it. No. He said pray and believe that mm-hmm. you receive it, Yes. and mm-hmm. you shall have it. Okay. So it's letting us know exercise faith when you pray. Just like Jesus said when he stood at the tomb of Lazarus and he said, Father, I do thank you that you do always hear me. Glory to God. And he didn't even, and I, and this is something that I, I do a lot of study on, because mm-hmm. he didn't even pray, Father, please uh, raise Lazarus from the dead. Did he do that? <laughs> no. 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 No, he called him for He spoke it. <laughs> Right, he right. called him forth. Uh-huh. He said, Lazarus, come forth. So this is why we take the word of God when we pray and we decree what God decreed. Mm-hmm. We say what God says. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so therefore, we know it's done because it's according to his will. Right. And we are not struggling you know, with what we want versus what God wants. We go to the word like when you're praying for your children. Mm-hmm. You go to the word and you see what the word says about your children. The Bible mm-hmm. says all our children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be the peace of our children. Mm-hmm. The Bible says that the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. So when we pray, we pray the will of God. Lord, thank you for delivering my children because this is what your word says. Mm-hmm. We come in agreement and we say thank you for doing that. Mm. Um, we don't keep going back. Oh, Lord, please do this. Please do that. Because that's praying uh, literally in unbelief. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every morning, um, I have to spend an hour telling God about all my kids, my family, my friends, their kids and everybody. And it's like I do it automatically. Mm-hmm. Should I be doing that? Doesn't God know about them? You see, I can't get away from it. I just keep on. It comes automatic to me around about, you know, three or four in the morning. It comes automatic and I can't help it. And I'm sure I'm not the only one. Should we be doing things like that? Yes, Wouldn't we God should. Wouldn't God get fed up of us? No. No? Okay. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, you know, and I remember Job, he prayed for his kids. Yeah. And all of us as parents, we pray for our kids. I cover mine every morning, too. We mm. pray for an hour, sometimes two hours, sometimes even three. Mm. And we cover our children. We call their names out before the Lord every single morning. One thing I know, and this is, this is I, I could talk about prayer all day. Mm. <laughs> all I could right. talk about prayer all day. But one thing I know, the Bible says, David wrote this. He said, when I called unto the Lord, mm-hmm. then did my enemies turn back okay. because God is for me. So I believe this. Every time we call out our children to the Lord, mm-hmm. we're covering them for okay. that day. Mm-hmm. They need the grace of God. They need the angels of God to be working for them. They need the protection of God. And we as parents are praying for them every day. So we ensure that that's covered. 
Mm. That they're covered, Mm. that God is with them. Whether they're living for God or not, we cover them so that that the enemy would turn back. Mm -hmm. And and I tell people, I said, you know, let your imagination go to work here. Uh, When you see a man or woman get down on their knees, now we know that we have angels all around us, but there's also demons around trying to influence people to go the wrong way. Mm-hmm. But when you get down on your knees, if you can imagine seeing a demon trying to come and do this or do that, and but when you get down on your knees, they got to back up. Mm-hmm. They literally have to turn back mm-hmm. from attacking you or your children. Right. Yeah. They literally have to turn back. So whatever they intended to do against you, it has to stop. Because why? God is for you. Prayer is an important part of our lives. Mm -hmm. It is our connection with God, our fellowship with him. And it it is also our warfare uh, against the enemy. Brother Z and Friends. I often ask myself this question, would God deny us of something we need? Hmm. My answer is no. (laughs) (laughs) And my answer is no. And it's kind of like those people told me when I applied for that grant. They said, Linda, the answer is not no, it's just not now. Okay. Uh Um, And so I believe a lot of people get... Um, confused, they get, um, uh, they lose patience, they give up, they feel like God is not answering their prayer. But the answer is not no, it's just not now. Mm-hmm. Listen, the Bible says that all the promises of God are yes and amen. Mm-hmm. 
And it also says that if God, who gave us his only begotten son, who offered up his only begotten son, Mm. how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? So God wants to meet, actually ain't no want. The Bible says, my God shall uh, 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 give you all of your needs Mm. according to his his riches and glory. He okay. shall supply all of your... See, that's why it's important that we know the word. Because when you know the word, you know the promise of God. And so when you're praying and you've got a need, then you take that word and you say, my God shall supply all of my needs mm-hmm. according to his riches and glory. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't come now, if it doesn't come tomorrow... That's okay. I'm standing in faith, believing that he's going to meet this need. But I believe that you don't have to wait when it's a need. When it's a need, he meets it right on time. He might come at the 11th hour, but he's always right on time. So so that being said, Pastor Linda, are we saying that if it's denied, then it was not a need? Well, you mean if it's not given? Yes, and so I'm okay. Um, you're saying you're praying for something that you need. Mm-hmm. Remember, I am the one who's saying, "I need this." Yeah, and okay, yes. If I'm sick, I need healing or or right. whatever. Right. So if it that isn't answered at that time or what, does it mean it? Perhaps it is not a need from his. Mm. His point of view, or you mean, brothers, is sometimes it's not a need, it's a want, right? Right, well, right. well yes, that's be, what I'm saying. Okay. It could that, be a desire, mm-hmm. and, and but so you I, may say it's a need, mm-hmm. right? Um, okay, but yeah. then, like Paul said, take this thorn away from me. That was a need for him, but mm. the Lord said, My grace is mm. sufficient for you, mm-hmm. for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Mm-hmm. And that's why prayer is so important because it's all according to the will of God. Mm. Uh, it was the will of God that Apostle Paul pressed through whatever it was, he, whatever hindrance or whatever situation that was in his life. It was important that he continue doing the work of the Lord, knowing that God's grace was sufficient. Mm. So, you know, and I do know there are some people that are out in the world, some that need um, housing, some need uh, a job. Um, And sometimes those things get delayed being answered. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I believe that God has a way to answer them. Maybe uh, they don't get what they think they should get but god will send some type of relief okay and that's why it's so important that we allow him to use us Mm. because sometimes he uses well not sometimes but he all the times he'll use man to bring the answer to that for that need Mm. and Mm -hmm. isn't um doesn't the bible somewhere in isaiah believe where it says it's not that the Lord's hand is short, right. that he cannot do, or his ears is deaf, that he cannot hear, but our sins, sins. and our iniquity exactly. covered us. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Mm. And so, you know, I tell people all the time, the, the, the curse does not come without a cause. Mm. And so, and that's a good scripture that you brought out, Brother mm. George, uh, because it does say that his hand is not short, but our sins have separated us from God. Mm-hmm. And it, and sometimes our sins have caused uh, some of those needs not to be met mm-hmm. because the consequences of sin, the wages of sin is death. death and, the, right. and the consequence of sin is troubles, tribulations, uh, anguish, all of that. It's the consequence of sin. That's why it's so important that we give our lives to the Lord because God will not withhold any good thing Mm -hmm. from those who walk uprightly. And Psalms 34 says that the young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not lack any Mm -hmm. good Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. So it's important that we give our lives to Christ because he makes sure that we're well taken care of. 
He meets our needs according to his riches and glory. Rabbi Z and Friends on your local radio, WPIO 89.3 FM. Our podcast, Brother Z and Friends. Our email is brotherz77 at gmail.com. That's brotherz77 at gmail.com. We can also be reached by phone 407-668-4824. That's 407-668-4824. You can reach Pastor Linder at Anointed Community Service at 204 Godson Street, Groveland, Florida. By phone, 352-404-7898 That's 352-404-7898 Alternatively, on the web at anointedcommunitycs.org That's anointedcommunitycs.org My question would be, how do we or should we be praying in time of suffering? My prayer is always be the same, whether it's in suffering or non-suffering. I I, I come to God and earnestly said to him, Father, I know you hear me even before I ask. Mm -hmm. And I just go ahead with my prayer and my petition. But I don't know how how you see it from a pastoral point of view. Absolutely. But uh, as we know, and we'll get into the Our Father prayer later, Mm -hmm. but as we know it, the prayer that Jesus told us to pray begins with thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. Uh, thanking and honoring the Father and and giving praise to his name. Mm -hmm. And even in suffering, the Apostle Paul wrote that we ought to count it all joy when we fall into divers' temptations and tribulations and that we still praise the Lord. So Mm -hmm. when we pray during suffering, And it's not that you're thanking the Lord for those hard days, but you're thanking him because he's still good, regardless of the suffering. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that that's one of the things that we should focus on in times of suffering. Take our attention off of the suffering just for a moment and give praise and adoration to the Lord for his goodness. Um, It's it's like that woman who came to ask for her daughter to be delivered. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, it is not meat that I would give uh, the bread to, you know, the dogs, literally, is what he said. He said, it's for the children. And she said, well, the dogs eat the crumbs at the table that fall from the table. But what she did, the Bible says she went and she fell and she worshipped him. Mm-hmm. She worshipped him. Can you imagine if that was some of us that the Lord would have said that to? We would have been offended, oh, walked yeah. away, mm-hmm. talked about Jesus like you don't know what. Kick the cat, kick the dog. <laughs> yeah. But this woman worshipped him. Uh-huh. She fell down and worshipped him. Mm-hmm. And so she was in need. She was in uh, tribulation. She was in suffering. She was suffering because of her daughter. Mm. But when we can take our minds off of that suffering and worship the Lord for his greatness, mm. for his awesomeness, for who he is, I believe that you get the attention of the Lord and your circumstance will turn around much quicker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, well, Pastor, what could hinder or uh, what could cause our prayers to be hindered? Um, are we able to say some of the things for the benefit of our listeners who might be praying for ages and just keep praying and nothing's happening? Uh, can we throw any light in that? Yes. Well, David said, if I regard iniquity in my heart, then the Lord will not hear me. So things that are in our heart, unforgiveness, uh, sin Mm -hmm. uh, in the lives of individuals uh, can hinder your prayers. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, praying amiss, as Uh it says in the book of James, that many times we pray amiss, that means we want to consume it upon our own lust, Mm -hmm. our own desire. Uh, Like some people are praying for a husband or a wife, but that's their desire. 
when God has given them power and strength and the word that they should be focusing on doing the will of God, but they get upset because God is not answering that prayer for mm-hmm. a husband or a wife. Well, maybe that that person's not mature enough mm. for for marriage yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have to make sure that we're not praying amiss right. Um, right. to consume upon our own desires and what we want. You know, okay. you know we talk there about praying for a husband or a wife, mm-hmm. but don't forget there are some of some out there who are praying to be relieved <laughs> of the husband, a wife. I love your brothers. <laughs> so, I mean, no, we have to be, you know, equal, equal rights. Right, right Pastor? <laughs> well, you know, I, I am an advocate for marriage. The Bible says marriage is honorable and the bed is undefiled. And God, okay. marriage makes a statement to the world that um, God, God loves us in our good and our and bad, yes, yes. and he never leaves us nor forsakes us. And right. marriage, I believe, is, yes. is one of those testimonies. So mm-hmm. I, I, I would be the first to try to counsel that, that couple uh, to okay. keep them together. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And if, and if all fails, this, um, Pastor Linda, if all fails, super glue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, so um, for the benefit of everyone, um, Pastor, could we interpret the meaning of the Lord's Prayer? Oh, my. Yeah, well, to the best of our uh, ability, the Lord's ability, we pray that uh, everything that we say, He give us the unction and the wisdom. But I've always been taught that prayer. Um, we model the Lord's Prayer uh, every day. And Jesus said this. Let, let's go to that scripture uh, of the Lord's Prayer. Glory to God. Jesus said that when we pray, we ought to say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. First and foremost, we give honor to the name of the Lord. The Our Father prayer is a model of the way we should pray. You can say Our Father's prayer, but you should also take moments of time. Like like Brother George said, he spends a whole hour praying in the morning, and, and so do I. But we were taught that the Our Father prayer is a model. So when you start prayer, you enter prayer with thanksgiving and honor to the Lord's name. Hallowed be thy name means holy be your name, reverent be your name. I have a prayer chart that I've given out to many of the prayer warriors in my group, and it shows them how to pray in five-minute integrals that same prayer, Our Father's Prayer. So for five minutes, you can take time to Praise the Lord's name. Get scripture and say, holy be your name. Uh, Majesty be your name. I know my sister came up with something with the alphabets, A through Z, and she found adjectives that describe the Lord and his goodness, like awesome. Awesome is your name. Beautiful is your name. Compassionate are you, O Lord. Uh, Delightful are you, God. Excellent are you. So spending Five minutes giving praise to the name of God. And then it says, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. So you're, you're praying that the kingdom of this world will become the kingdoms of our God. That the kingdom of God will come on earth as it is in heaven. So the kingdom of God, there's no lack, there's no sickness, there's no sorrow. So we're praying, God, let your kingdom come on earth and let it begin in me. Uh, There was this prayer that I showed. It was a video, but this lady and she was sitting in her chair and she began to pray, Our Father, which art in heaven. And this voice, it was like God in the background. And he said, Hello. And she was like afraid and wondering, who is that? And he said, well, you called me, didn't you? (laughs) And then she began to pray the prayer and he began to tell her, is my kingdom being done in you? Uh, And then when she said, forgive me this day, 
uh, as I forgive my debtors. So it's not just words that we speak. It's actions that we take. As we're praying, we say, Lord God, forgive me as I forgive those that spoke ill to me on yesterday, as I forgive those who, who treated me wrong. God, and you sometimes you call out that person's name. I forgive so-and-so for what Amen. they did. Lord God, for I know that they don't know what they're doing. And you open your mouth. You can't do this in your mind. Because when you open your mouth, you are taking ownership of what you're saying. When you open your mouth, it's something that you've got you've to gotta live up to. It, we we yeah. all should feel that way. I know I do. When I start saying things, I'm like, okay, when I say something, I've got to live up to it. That's, That's right. why uh, they teach you how to renounce sin and, and, and put these things away from you because what you say, you've got to live up to it. So then you say, I forgive them. Uh, Lord, so forgive me. Because Jesus said, if you don't forgive those that sin against you, neither will the Father forgive you. Mm-hmm. So when we're praying that our Father's prayer, we are applying every, every bit of it that we're speaking. And then give us this day our daily bread. Uh, uh, when you, Lord God, you said man shall not live by bread alone, but Lord God, that food that I need, my, my children need, Lord God, I thank you for giving us this day our daily bread. And you go on and you pray that way and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead me not into temptation, but deliver me from evil. Lord, don't let my feet go astray. Let my feet go running the way of you and not the way of the world. So that is what uh, the Our Father's Prayer uh, is about. And that's the model that Jesus gave us so that we can pray. But like I said, you can spend five minutes on each segment of the Our Father's Prayer. And before you know it, you've prayed a full hour. Wow. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Clarification, you know, that interpretation of the Lord's Prayer. Pastor Linda, and I trust all our listeners, have was able to take something away, no matter how small, but to leave with something that they didn't have when they turned the music or the radio on. God bless you, Pastor Linda. Father God, we thank you. As we learn about prayer, we come boldly before your throne of grace, for that's what you told us to do. And we come boldly by the blood of Jesus that was shed for us and gave us access to the Father. We have access to you in prayer. And we just want to pray for our listening audience today that everyone under the sound of my voice, God, I pray that they establish a prayer life with you. Lord God, that they will be consistently praying as your word says that you are a rewarder of them who diligently seek you. And diligence is constant. That they they would learn to pray every day, even if they have to make a schedule. Lord God, I pray for them too. Each and every one of us, Lord God, not just our listening audience, but even us, Lord, that we would set aside certain times of the day to commune with you. Lord, we thank you for the power of prayer. We thank you for what you're doing through the power of prayer, that you are bringing heaven on earth as we pray and as we believe. Lord, not that they would just pray, but that we would pray in faith. As your word says that whatsoever we ask when we pray, believing that we receive it, we shall have it. Lord, we thank you that you will not withhold any good thing from those who walk uprightly. And those who may not know you in the pardoning of their sins, I pray for them today that they will give their lives to you, that they will say yes to your will, yes to your way, because Lord God, you are good God and you always take care of your own. Father, we thank you for this time. Thank you for this time of of prayer and discussion. Thank you, Lord God, for answering every one of our prayers for our listening audience today. Bless them, Lord God. Keep them. Save them. Increase them. Supply all of their needs. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.
thank you all for joining us um, this broadcast. Thank you so much, uh, Pastor Linda, for enlightening us. And uh, Brother Z, thank you for throwing your pennies worth in. Yeah. And we are at the zone right now. Amen. And I just want to leave that scripture with you all. The Our Father's Prayer is found in Matthew's chapter 6. Uh, Matthew's chapter 6, uh, verses 8 through uh, 17. So we thank God for prayer. And we were, were raised with the saying, if you pray, you will stay. Mm-hmm. Amen. So until next time, may the good Lord bless you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace. And we share... Because we care. If you want it, the, 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 the